Feet, I want to hear you make some noise. US 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing? We are live right now with Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to the US 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest track in the world. Gary and Justin will offer different perspectives for what's going on at the track and highlighting different drivers and events along the way. This week, we'll be covering the results from this last weekend at a, at a few different racetracks. Uh, Summit Motorsports Park uh, here at US 131 with uh, the PDRA uh, and some other uh, locals doing well at other tracks. Uh, we do have a, a slight correction to make from some previous results reported. We'll talk about that, and then we also have an exciting interview coming up with uh, Luis Rosario. He's a, a promoter for the this weekend's Imports versus Domestics race here at 131. We'd like to thank you for taking the time to download and listen to our show. If you enjoy it, please rate us accordingly and tell your friends and family. If you have ideas or suggestions, please let us know. This episode of Modified to the Lanes is presented by Night of Thunder and Super Chevy. Nitro will fill the air at the Night of Thunder on Saturday, showcasing Nitro Nostalgia Altereds, Double B Nostalgia Funny Cars, Midwest Nostalgia Pro Stock Series, and the Chicagoland Super Stocks. The world-famous Super Chevy Car Show will also be taking place Saturday and Sunday. Check out us131motorsportspark.com for all the details. Gary, we had a lot of racing going on this weekend. Um... A lot of it going on here and uh, other racetracks as well. What, what, uh, what, what did you get into this weekend? Well, I stayed pretty close to that PDRA race. Watched, watched quite a bit of it on a speed video. That was a, a good race. We had a, a lot of fun. A few locals did well. Erin uh, Sturvant, I, I saw her do some a great job. If I'm not mistaken, I think in the second round of Top Dragster, she had a, a three pack. I think it was. She a was double, three total, huh? Double O one light and and dead on with a two. No kidding. And, and, uh, and she hasn't been in the car for two years? As far as I know. A year anyway? And and certainly I know. the first time this year. Oh, absolutely. And uh, she made it to the semis in the elite top dragster. That was the fastest of the top dragster classes. No kidding. And, and I, I, don't, I don't see, I wouldn't think anything less of uh, Mike Staley, but it, I know that he's got to have the fastest car there, and it, I know that he wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be satisfied with getting into the regular top dragster. He's got to go to the elite, the fastest <laughs> cars there. Oh, yeah. Erin did a great job getting right back into it and just uh, pretty much picking up right where she left off a couple oh, of years back. That's great. Myself, we uh, we made the trek down to Norwalk, Ohio. We went down to the, the No Box Bonanza. It's a it's an event that's been going on for 20 years, and it's a it's a really a low-dollar entry for some really some pretty good money. I think Triple Tens was on the docket for the weekend, and it, to me, I, and, and anybody that asks, I just tell them that we're going camping for the weekend and dragging the race car along, and we'll we'll make a pass every now and again, and, and hopefully things go well. And in, and that was also a no-box bracket challenge points weekend. Uh, I know there's a lot of local drivers here that are chasing the points in the no-box bracket challenge, and so they, they were able to earn some points and 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 uh, make a claim on their on their, their se- the season for, for that series. Yep. But we can't talk about that weekend without talking about this kid that we've been talking about <laughs> the this entire podcast. Um, Donnie Hagar 
we are going to get him on the phone here and and talk with him and and get just the his perspective and and the last geez four or five weekends that he's raced has just been unbelievable yep so he uh going back to that no box bracket challenge you know the uh, point system i did get a look at that points list and who's leading none other than Stan Jones. Slamming Sammy Jones. Team Gary. Team Gary. <laughs> and he's way out in front right now. But, of course, it's early in the season, but he's been doing a good job at those races. And oh, it's yeah. Adding up. For sure. We are joined with Donnie Hagar, and Donnie has just had a, a career last few weeks, and we wanted to, to get him on the podcast here and, and just talk a little bit about how things have, have, have been going and – just hear it straight from straight from Donnie on on where he's at with things. Donnie, right. I mean, yep. your, your fingers have got to be tired from counting all the money you've won over the last three or four weekends. Oh yeah, out. well, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on here. Uh, it's been a pretty good year. Um, definitely uh, starting out well. Um, um, had a uh, Heinz Haller, you know, we've had plans on running his truck at big money races and. Uh, Started out the year at 131 there in his truck um, to kind of get ready for that big SFG race. And uh, first time I drove it, you know, got it done in top. And, uh, <laughs> leaving off the we, bottom, uh, right? Yeah, leaving off the bottom, yep. Wow. And then uh, the week after that, we went to uh, Ubley Dragway and uh, had some success up there too. And then uh, took a little break and then went back went to the uh, sfg race and uh we did all right didn't do as good as we uh, hoped but we uh, won a 32 car shootout uh the, the low roller four grander race and then uh so definitely went pretty well there and then uh just recently this last weekend i got offered another great car to drive it was actually uh heinz hauler's uh boss ron kearns he asked me on uh, Thursday, um, he's like, hey, you want to run my uh, Camaro, you know, and a kind of last-minute deal and decided to get in that and uh, rolled in Friday with no time runs and uh, went a couple rounds on Friday. Then Saturday was fortunate enough to get it done. It's a 10-round race, and uh, it's pretty cool winning my first ever 10-grander, first big-money race. So. Got, your, got your happy Gilmore check. Yep, it did. No, oh, that's great. And and what was what's the quickest car you've been in prior to like this season? Um, down in Piedmont at the Fall Footbreak Frenzy, I was in a seven O car an eighth mile. So that's, that was the quickest before running Heinz's truck. Yeah, and and your your car typically runs what? It's like a thirteen sixty car in a quarter mile. What about the eighth mile? About 870 range. Yeah. Okay. So, so you made the jump from an 870 car. You jumped into a car down last year in Piedmont. And yeah, well, I did run a, a Mustang too a little bit. That was like a 730 car in eighth mile, like 1150 in the quarter. Okay. I ran that a few weeks before the, or at the end of the year, a little bit before the Piedmont race. Okay. And then you jumped into, into, um, Heinz Hauler's truck that runs 630s. I mean, I, I think I could put yeah. a 633 on it right now, and that's probably what yeah. it's going to go down there and run. <laughs> and then uh, this yeah. weekend, Ron Kern's car was running 590s, 
Yep, and, and I mean, a little wheelie there, so it, that was a little different. But a little I mean, wheelie. Both, the thing is on the were <laughs> very well set up, so it wasn't nothing. I mean, running at two good tracks too. You know, one thirty-one and Norwalk. So for sure, no issues there. It was kind of a good stepping stone, and then unfortunately had some success in it too. So hopefully, we can keep it going. Oh yeah, ride the wave as long as you can. Yeah, exactly. Try. Yep. <laughs> So you were a points champion in street in both uh, 15 and, of course, last year in 17. But you never yep. won any $10,000 purses before this weekend. That's amazing. Yeah, it was definitely something I thought of for a long time. So, Oh, yeah, that's it was that, cool. That's that's getting to, to be some bucket list type of things, you know, to get, the, get a ten grand win and, and, and the big check. And, I mean, you, you kind of got to yeah. get a trailer now to, to hang the check in, don't you? Yeah, that's where I'm trying to figure out where to put it at. <laughs> yeah. Well, Donnie, uh, if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, you know, just just a yeah. quick little snapshot into who Donnie Hagar is. Yeah. Well, um, I'm 20 years old. Um, I've been ra- I've been racing my uh, since I was 16. Obviously, when I got my license, I was I've been into it ever since I was a little kid. You know, my dad was really into it, and that's kind of a big reason to where I am today. Um, I graduated two years ago. Right now I'm currently working part-time at an auto parts store. I'm a paid-on-call firefighter. I'm taking some uh, college classes right down the road from me at Jackson College. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like I said, a big part of my life is racing, too, on the weekends. Something that I really, really drives me. I have a lot of visions on and just trying to take it to the next level. So I'm trying to see where we can go this season and see what kind of doors open up and look forward. It seems like the more I get into it, the more, you know, people are helping me and doors are opening. So it's pretty, pretty cool. That is, that is awesome to see. Yeah. Then, yeah so, you're going to have to start going to the highest bidder. Donnie. These people are going to be lined up trying to get you to drive their car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad has had yeah. some pretty good success so far this year too. He had the, the win at Ubley. Uh, didn't he go up to northern Michigan when it was raining here? Oh, yeah. He just kept going north, and he, he finally got up there and, and won the race as well. That was in, yeah. in top. And then uh, what else? Yeah, he's been having a pretty he's, – he's only been out a few times, but he's been having a pretty good year. He got I think he got down to three on uh, Sunday at Milan and Pro. Wow. Oh, no kid. Never heard about that. I know that. he got a couple finals there at 131, I think the first points race. And then, yeah, the first and second points races, it was him and yeah. my brother Kyle split the yeah. finals oh yeah that's right back in the first part of may so just a, it's a hager weekend every weekend so far this year <laughs> yeah no matter where you go and i i know i know how much you look up to your dad and i mean he's a he's an awesome racer and yeah. and he uh, he's obviously taught you a lot you guys have a, a very similar style about racing and and very similar personalities. I mean, it just it seems like nothing phases you. You got ice running through your veins, mm-hmm. and just just real laid back and cool. Um, is is there anyone else that that you really look up to, and 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 it serves as a role model for you as far as bracket racing goes? Um, probably other than my dad, probably I like uh, Nick Nick Hastings a lot. I don't know whether are you guys are real familiar with him. He oh, might yeah. be Justin. Oh yeah, but uh. Yeah, definitely. Seeing Nick Hastings have a lot of success on the racetrack and doing what he does, it's it's really he's kind of been an inspiration to me. Seeing that it's possible, you know, to 
to do that kind of stuff. It's just cool to me because I think he won, you know, multiple big money races last year and years past. So he's definitely uh, somebody I look up to and talk to every now and then. So oh, yeah, and, and Nick's Nick's somebody who, I mean, he he works a real job very little. I mean, he's yeah. had a few here and there, but Nick makes his living bracket racing. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, just racing. It's pretty crazy. So it is. Another one too, uh, not as much anymore, but he definitely was. Was uh, Nick Bowman when I was a little kid? He used to have uh, in-car videos, and I was—he was kind of my childhood hero. And it was kind of <laughs> cool this past weekend because he won the uh, Friday portion of the ten grander, and then I was able to win Saturday. Wow. And we were kind of hanging out and talking a little bit after Saturday. That's awesome. That was kind of cool. That is awesome. Nick's another young guy who's. Uh, He's had a lot of success uh, in bracket racing, and and uh, he he definitely works hard and, and tries to come out with the best equipment that he possibly can. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about some of your goals coming up this uh, for maybe for this season and, and in the long term. Um. Well, definitely, uh, we're going to hit a few more big money races. We got one next week at forty two for a ten grander. And the following week after that, I'll be at the uh, No Box Nationals down there with Justin. Mm-hmm. Definitely try to hit some big money races and hopefully have a little bit more success. And uh, going to try and run the do good in points at 131. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, one one of my goals is to get back down to Memphis again for the World Finals. And oh, uh, for sure. Try to do well down there, but probably much as I can, just you know, big money races and try to hit the points races at 131 because. Mm-hmm. love racing there and uh like i say try to go down to memphis there for the world finals yeah that sounds like a pretty good goal i mean try to make a go at at uh making a full-time career out of bracket racing huh <laughs> yeah yeah well i don't know we'll see where it goes you know heck yeah yeah now you you have uh pretty much before say the end of last year if, if run your your firebird and yeah, that's that's not really what too many people would consider a, a quote unquote real race car. I mean, if you could no. if you could call up any chassis builder or look through on like Racing Junk or, or some of the for sale um, classified deals on Facebook, what what would your car of choice be? You know, that's a good question, but I can tell you from running like Heinz Hauler's truck. I mean that I really like that truck. I mean you can if you're kinda of up high just a little bit and you can like see everything. I mean you got windows right behind you and I don't know, the wheels right I mean the front tires are right there, you can see everything. Probably a I mean probably S ten. Oh yeah. The ideal for right now comes to mind, but hmm. good to know. I'll I'll have to keep that in the back of my mind if in case I'm looking for something different. <laughs> yeah. Donnie, I yeah. have to, I have to ask you how do you how do you adjust to a much faster car than than your Firebird when it leaves the line? How do you find that comfortable spot on the you know, I don't, we You know, that's a good question. But honestly, we kind of both faster cars I drove. We kind of adjusted a little bit to where it's kind of like I kind of got the same spot on the tree. It's just the opposite. I'm letting go instead of flooring it. So mm-hmm. we kind of like that Camaro kind of you know put like shims and stuff in the button to make it kind of the same spot as I'm leaving on my firebird it's just okay I mean I don't know I just just kind of adjust I guess I really don't yeah, know how to describe it you have to find that comfort spot and you certainly do and you seem to do it right away 
but uh, yeah. it's, it's the car gets yeah, adjusted. Yeah, because it was, I mean, like Saturday. I mean, I had seven, I was in the seventh round of both cars, so it was kind of <laughs> kind of yeah. a little bit difficult coming around and being in a different setup. But I was just trying to remind myself what car I'm in and what I got to do. And oh yeah, try to make it happen. I'm, I'm sure the the biggest difference comes at the finish line, trying to drive the stripe. Yeah. You know, Cars yeah. of, of speeds I can tell that you, though, much different. Driving that faster car, I felt a lot more confident going going around than my car. I mean, I've been doing it for a couple of years in my car, so I'm kind of used to it. But it's definitely kind of tough to do, especially you know when you're going 82 at the finish line and you're going like 115. You know. So. Oh yeah, that's that's quite a bit, especially in the eighth mile. And, right. And the other thing with that too is going to seventh round, starting fifth round down there. They said round robin, so it was. I mean, I, I know you drove yeah. by my pit a few different times in in each car, just like you were treating uh, Summit Motorsports Park as a as a circle track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was getting a little bit stressful there for a minute because you know I I had both cars and like the fifth round I think I had like both cars kind of near the end of the pack, so the car owner's kind of like, man, we're not going to make it back up in time. You're going to have to drop an entry, you know? And I'm like, man, I don't want to do that. So no way. <laughs> I went up and talked to a couple officials, you know, some didn't, you know, told me to hurry up. And one guy, you know, told me just to take the return road right next to the track there, right next to the guardrail and just hurry up. They'll wait for me. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh -oh. Phone's going off. Just got to call up the fire station. All right. Well, oh. Donnie, we'll let you go. Thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to, to talk with us, and we wish you nothing but the best okay. success for this point going forward. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on here, and uh, I'll see you in a few weeks, Justin. Sounds good. Good luck this next weekend down there in 42. Uh, Thanks, thank Donnie. You. I appreciate it. Take care now. Well, we just want to we'll thank Donnie Gary. Hagar once again for taking the time to, to talk with us and, and – hear a little bit about his, his success at the beginning of the year this year. And, and man, the, the kid's awesome. That's There's no no two ways about it to, to jump into different cars that he's never really even sat in before and take him down the racetrack and go rounds and end up winning a big check and, and a ten grand to win race down there in Norwalk. And, and, and that, is a, that is a marathon of a weekend mm -hmm. to go ten rounds. And there's a lot of time between rounds and the early goings. And then it's we got to kick it in gear and, and get this thing done. Yeah, Donnie is. Uh, he never had a junior dragster. He was just uh, following his dad around since he was able to, and just watched him and and became a student of the game before he's even able to drive. Then as soon as he turned 16, he became successful right oh, he, away. He hit the ground running for and sure. Now, now he's what two or three years into this career, and it's really taken off. Oh, absolutely. So the sky's the limit. Who knows where it's oh, going to take? Absolutely, him. and 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 like I say, I I hope that I hope that it, it carries him a long ways. I mean, Donnie's a great kid. He's he's got he's got a, an awesome attitude about things. He's just he's so laid back. You go talk to him and and he's he's just extremely humble and he's a it, it's it's nice to see someone you know as young as Donnie is and as good as Donnie is. It, it's definitely not in his head. Oh yeah, no no doubt about it. In fact, if there's any pro stock teams out there waiting for somebody to come up through the farm club, we might just have one. For yeah, you. absolutely. Well, we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about some more results from this last weekend, Gary. Uh, we had the PDRA up here for the, the Summer Nationals, and we had some local drivers show out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we uh, had uh, Aaron Sturvance. He made it to the semis in the elite top dragster. When he had enough top dragster cars, they separated him into an elite 16 and a regular 32. And Aaron uh, went to the semis. Uh, in one particular round, I remember second round, I saw her with a three-pack. I think it was 001 on the tree. And dead on and with a two. Dead on with a two. 
I, wow. If I got my numbers right, it was just a very impressive package. There's no way the guy in the other lane had a chance. Didn't have a chance. Or it might have been a gal. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> Maybe. Then in that regular top dragster, uh, Bill Swain came out on top. Uh, Rick Morley was uh, a semis in that class as well. Yeah, Bill Swain beat Morley in the semis. I talked to Rick earlier today. And oh. He's telling me a little bit about the weekend. Said he had a great time and and absolutely loves the the atmosphere and and the way that PDRA d- treats the the people that come out and support him. And mm-hmm. he really had a great time this weekend. Yeah, and I think Ken Bosch was glad he went too because oh, he picked up the two grand win in the bracket bash. That heck yeah, Kenny Bosch uh, beat Bob Payton in the final. Mm-hmm. I think that's a couple finals for Bob this year. And I know I know Bob comes out as much as he can. He's a fairly regular here and and good to see them doing well. And then. Jim Seabright driving the old man's uh, 41 Willys to the yeah. semifinal finish. Everybody's scared of that Willys. I don't think uh, they've been able to put a driver in it for two passes in a row all year long. And look at Jim. Jumps in there and goes all the way to the semifinals. Yeah, good for him. That was that was neat to see that, you know, our our, our local guys jumping in the bracket bash and, and doing well and, and bringing keeping the money here at 131. Yeah. And of course, we, we all got to witness that uh, horrendous crash. Scott Blake uh, turning right. Was that a... Uh, Elite Pro Mod, or was that a... That was a, I think that was a Pro Nitrous car. Pro Nitrous car. And I've seen a, a handful of crashes. I, I've seen quite a few crashes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I've ever seen an impact like that. Oh, my God. And to see Scott Blake come out of there with, with minor injuries after you know after being having to be extricated out of the car and then flown into the hospital and just minor injuries, mm-hmm. maybe... maybe a little bit of a ring to the the bell up the stairs and yep. and other than that he was back at the track the next day Amazing. and just sounded like sounded like the road to recovery is not going to be Boy. too terrible as far as health goes i know the car i'm not sure that there's a, even a zeus fastener that's salvageable <laughs> on that car i doubt it yeah that was a horrendous crash it scared us all to death and he had to be airlifted away we thought nobody looked at that thing could possibly survive right and, and it, uh, it's a, it's a testament to to the chassis builders, I believe that's a Rick Jones car, mm-hmm. and and I know, I mean the, the the major chassis builders out there that that is their absolute top priority over making the car go down the track is is to keep the their customer their driver safe safe at you all. Know, in the event of, of something nasty like that happening. Yeah, a few a uh, few cracked ribs and probably bruised from head to toe. Oh, I'm sure. So that's uh, he had to stop in a hurry there, but uh, thankfully he came out okay. We're very thankful for that. Northern Michigan Dragway, I believe they just had a a, a regular a race up there, and, and some of our local guys made the trek up there. Bill Schmidt uh, from Team Loose Cannon. We talked a little bit about teams last week, and mm-hmm. and uh, he's part of that Team Loose Cannon. He picked up the win in, in bracket two, which is like our modified class. Great. And I talked to Mitchell Smith the other day. Him and Danny, his dad, uh, went up to Northern and said they had a good time. Danny ended up getting a runner-up in Pro Trophy and down to five cars in bracket two. Mm-hmm. And then Mitchell Smith had two entries going, you know, one in each bracket two in Pro Trophy, down to ten cars. So they were they were pretty happy with the weekend and mm-hmm. thankful that they went up there. Yeah, it's a beautiful part of the state up there. It's probably, oh, probably a fun place to race. Oh, man. And uh, just a little bit from the Department of Corrections, we've got, mm-hmm. a, got to apologize. Uh, we try to cover as many... Uh, results and local people doing well as we can and we skipped right over sean parker mm-hmm. he uh he parked shenane in the winter circle at the sfg midwest bracket nationals memorial day weekend uh, for a friday 32 car 
$4,000 to win shootout. That's pretty good. He got it done. Of course, we're going to overlook a few of these races. Oh, yeah. uh, we can't get it all. We, we see what we can on Facebook and through our contacts, but uh, our apologies are to the Parker family for missing that one, and we uh, definitely are congratulate him on that quick uh, that uh, Friday 32 win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just a quick shout-out to Brian Rockwell. He's a huge fan of the podcast. He picked up the win in his new roadster this year at Osceola Dragway Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. That's good. Brian doing well. Next up, we're going to talk about what's coming up um, here at US 131 in the next couple weekends. And we are honored to be joined by Luis Rosario on the phone. And we will get all of the information for this weekend's Imports versus Domestic Showdown, the fifth annual Imports versus Domestic Showdown at US 131. We are joined by Luis Rosario. One of the promoters for this weekend's Imports versus Domestic Showdown. Luis, how's it going, man? It's going good. How, how's it going with you, brother? Oh, doing really good. I'm, I'm with Gary Hunt still, and uh, the, the sun's shining here. I'm, I'm looking at the top end of the racetrack right now, and uh, kind of excited about what's coming up this weekend. Well, thank you for having uh, having us, and thank you for this, for this uh, awesome uh, podcast and interview. I want to thank all the staff at 131. Uh, for always allowing us to return and to try to uh, just make it better each and every year. It's our so pleasure. It's far, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, so, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to welcome you once again back to US-131. This is your fifth year, correct? This is our fifth year coming back, our fifth anniversary, and we are probably our biggest and largest year yet. Wow. Well, tell us a little about it. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, so, uh, import versus domestic grew in our hearts through uh, me, my two brothers, and a couple of friends in town. Um, we kept talking about this uh, uh, event on the East Coast that uh, is done in Echo Raceway. Um, it's called the Pan, Pan American Nationals. And we used to go to this thing. We, we, we actually still go every year. They've been doing this for 20-something years where cars from Puerto Rico come to race cars from the U.S. And we noticed that that event has such a very large um, potential, but they don't allow V8s in this event. So mm-hmm. us being from the Midwest and being from Michigan, we're like, you know, what if we invited some of these guys to Michigan to race our V8 cars? You know, like we have all the domestic cars here in Michigan. We're the, you know, the state of the big three. And, you know, we, we, we sat down, we talked about this for a long time, and we try to put it in action, and we we came up with a team, and th- that team has has been my family. They've been there 100% of the time. Um, uh, Brian, my youngest brother, um, uh, many of uh, many of the people that know him know him through GoFast. Uh, he's a member of GoFast. He has a car in built by GoFast Productions, mm-hmm. and that was the original supporting team. I gotta I gotta thank them because they were the the ones that helped us bring all the domestic side together while we brought all these imports that West Michigan wasn't used to seeing. Um, I remember year number one when uh, they fired up the first rotary car and uh, the rotary car did a burnout. Actually, that first car was was never able to make a pass down the track. It shut off after the burnout, and everybody was just like, whoa, what's going to happen? That car sounds like it's going to blow up. And the second car goes and does a you know, big burnout right through the tree, and people are not used to seeing that. You know, these cars are, you know, so 
they're fourteen hundred to two thousand horsepower cars, and you know I remember seeing the face on all the officials when they saw that first seven second import, you know, just making all these loud popping noises and taking off from the track. And you know what? It taught it taught US one thirty one something too. They were not used to the clutch cars, uh, to where clutch car will actually kind of scrape the rubber off the starting line. Um because they're so powerful, they're taking off at ten thousand RPMs. So this action that we bring to West Michigan like I said, first of all, was provided by just companies that believe in us, like all our sponsors. But um, US 131 Motorsports Park believed in my family. They believed in me. They believed in my two brothers. And um, it, when you have the support and the backup of a track like US 131, which is a beautiful facility, um, and you have the local uh, uh, support of your local racers, I think that those are the key ingredients you need for a growing event. Um, I remember the first year we had four seasons in three days. Um, our first event was in April. Um, it was it was not easy to do an event in April, um, but we did it, and we we went on to year number two. Um, again, our event was in April, year number two, and then year number three we switched it to May, and year number four we had it in June. And I'll tell you, um, this year the weather's looking good. It's going to be in the 80s this weekend. Um, and I think for year number five, people have to get ready to see what they're going to see. This weekend, we have the Quick 8 class, uh, import and domestics. We have the Quick 32 class, which we divide into two top 16s, and they battle for the import versus domestic title. Then we have the import versus domestic bracket. We have our junior dragsters, we, which we give a very large payout. I know that, um, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, you guys are paying junior dragsters a lot of money to go down the track. Mm-hmm. The reason why we do that, when we were children, we had parents that supported every, every um, uh, idea we had about drag racing. So my two brothers and I have always like to just go above and beyond for the junior jacksters because they are our future and we want them to be supported well when they're young because it gets a lot harder when you're older you know and uh this weekend we also have uh a no time eighth mile shootout which is bringing a lot of a lot of grudge cars and uh and sorry to keep going on and on i just want to make sure that everyone is informed of what's going on this weekend um, but also, uh, there is a company called Ason de Fiebre, which means in the zone of the racing fever. They're going to be doing a car show Saturday at the track. Uh, the, the owner of the company is a, a personal friend, which does uh, uh, car shows in Puerto Rico. The last car show he did, uh, brought it, it, he was expecting 1,500 cars. It actually brought 3,700 cars. There were so many cars, they didn't believe that that many cars could actually uh, go into one place. Um, and I want to tell you guys, this was a recovery car show after the hurricane hit Puerto Rico. This was done in Puerto Rico last December, right after the hurricane. Wow. And I couldn't believe the amount of support he had in that little bit of time. Um, in Puerto Rico, the racing scene, 
well supported. And that's why uh, cars is a way for people to come together. You're going to see a lot of culture this weekend. If you're not used to it, you'll see a lot of people from Puerto Rico this weekend. And they're, they're, they're full of culture. They love music. You'll see them playing music. You'll see them bring these fabulous cars with awesome paint jobs. You'll see all these teams come together. And you know what? And you walk up to them, you go meet them, and they happen to be the nicest people. So I, I, I encourage you, you know, come out to our car show this weekend and check it out because it is going to be a very large car show. We have 514 confirmations as of last night at 9 o'clock. I, I, you know, there's a lot of people that don't confirm with, with the company. He required confirmations so he can kind of know how many parking spots he needed. And so far, 514 people have told him they're coming. So it is it is something incredible for us to have this amount of support. We have people traveling from Florida, from Kentucky, from Las Vegas. We have people traveling. Uh, there's a team coming from California. There's these guys that left yesterday, uh, and they, they are out of a bike club because uh, there's 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 going to be a top ten uh, in bikes as well. And these guys are from Pennsylvania, and they left yesterday to meet another club in Ohio, and all of them are going to meet together here, uh, which is going to bring like 50 bikes um, out of Pennsylvania. So, you know, all this is done because we have several people that just have these ideas. We put all, all these ideas together, and, you know, Brian and Xavier and our staff, um, that we have every year. We try to come up with what's the best way, what is the best way for us to to make this better, okay? We already can't add classes because we have the best class. We have the quick aid class. We have a, uh, you know, $10,000 payout in prices. You know, what can we do to make it better? So we said, you know, we need to add entertainment. So we have a, a concert Saturday the track with three live bands. We have a stage for the first time. Uh, it's all, it's going to be powered by Michigan Critical Power. You know, there's just so much support this year. I, 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 I want to give you all the information I know to get you ready for a fantastic weekend. Man, it sounds like it's going to be an over-the-top weekend coming up here at US 131 Motorsports Park. Luis, I, I mean, I, I think you'd hit every single nail right on the head that you could possibly hit covering the, the, the event um, from basically from start to finish. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be a great time. Sounds like uh, you're going to pack the house, and and I'm, I'm we we hope so. We certainly hope so. You know, and, and, and another thing is I forgot to announce. Um, we have our very first Sunday chapel this morning for the racers that are coming in that don't have uh, that can't make it to the Sunday service. Uh, we actually have a. Uh, I'm very happy to say that uh, Stephanie's actually going to be giving the. Uh, the the a message on Sunday morning. So we're very happy. And Stephanie is from US 131 Motorsports. So we're very, very happy. Um, we try to cover every single uh, dot. We try to connect every dot to just make sure that our spectators and our fans are comfortable um, and that everyone is just enjoying themselves. We, we like to treat everybody like family. That's what US 131 Motorsports is about. And we, we want everyone to come out and just have a good time. Wow, that sounds fantastic. So there'll be a chapel service, I believe, at uh, 9 o'clock on Sunday morning, right? 
Yes. I, and we, I was talking to Jay today. We're thinking it'll start between 9 o'clock to 9, 10 in the morning, and it'll go about a half hour. Okay. And then we start and then we start running our cars Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And as far as our local bracket racers now, they can come out and run for 1,000 to win, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. The bracket racers are more than welcome to come out this weekend and have a very good time. Um, I encourage them to do so. We've tried to do the best for bracket racers mm-hmm. from year number one. Um, I, I really wish we had that bracket racing support um, that we're looking for. So we encourage all the bracket racers that are listening to this, come out to US 131 this weekend. Come bring your car and let's have a good time. And uh, Juniors pays 500 to win for a $30 entry fee. That's pretty good. Pretty darn good that's, for that's Juniors. That's impressive. That's you know, you know, and, and I, <laughs> I, I'm very happy to say that they they, they get this uh, this win. You know, um, I I promise that we'll stay that way as long as we do this event because they are our future. Those I see those kids out there in the Junior Jacksters, and they're doing just this awesome you know show, and they're having a good time. And the parents are there with them, and I think that if I focus. On, on them every single year. You know, people will see, wow, look at these junior directors. These are, this is our tomorrow. This is our tomorrow. Those young uh, boys and girls are the ones that are, that, are, that are, we're paving the way for them to make it to where we're at, you know. Sure. And that's why they, they get that payout. And if, if we can go bigger, we'll go bigger. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, and, that's awesome. And it's uh, two days, correct? We're going to have a, a bracket in yes, January, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, yep, two days, two days this weekend. So we're very happy about that. There's going to be a lot of racing. We also have the, uh, we have some guests that we invited. Um, we have, the, I believe it's uh, called the uh, Stock and Super Stock. Uh, mm-hmm. We invited this weekend. We invited them to be part of this and bring their cars out. So I heard they're very excited uh, for the weekend as well. So there's so much going on, you know, and uh, there's room for uh, anyone to race at the track this weekend. We have a bracket class. You don't have to be the fastest car, and you can have fun. We have our quick 32, and then we have our quick 8, and and our no time. So we've tried to cover, we've tried to cover every single uh, 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 of what's going on out there right now. Some guys like 8th mile, so we have 8th mile stuff going on. You know, some other guys prefer quarter mile. We have quarter mile stuff going on. <laughs> so we've tried to cover every single base to make this event as comfortable for the racer as possible. Fantastic. Great. That sounds great. Well, thank you, Luis, for uh, for taking the time to be on here with us. We uh, we really appreciate your 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 insight on, on the event coming up this weekend. And Thank you, gentlemen. We are really looking it. forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be a great time this weekend. Yeah, we sure appreciate it. It is going to be a great time. Thank you guys so much for everything you do, and, and thank you guys for, for the great work because we couldn't do it without you either. So I understand you're headed to the airport right now to pick up uh, Hugo, right? Our Hispanic yes, announcer. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. I'm I, I'm on my way to go get Hugo at the airport, and Hugo is a uh, track announcer. He's been doing. He's been working at racetracks for four, forty. This is his forty seventh or forty eighth year, um, doing this, and he started just as the guy handing out you know the tickets uh, mm-hmm. at the at the at the end of the quarter mile. You know he would give you your time slip mm-hmm. and. Um, and then he moved on to to working in the tower, and then he became a track announcer, which yeah. is his passion. And he's been doing it for a long time uh, throughout all the East Coast, Puerto Rico, Florida. He's just very, very busy uh, uh, track announcer, and 
I'm, I'm also very honored to call him a personal friend. That's great. You know, he kind of commands respect, Luis. You know, uh, I announce up there in English, and I'll call and call and call the cars. Nobody comes. But when Hugo gets on the mic and speaks in Spanish and says, Andre, Andre, they, they, yes. they flock to the reins. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. Yes. And, you know, and, and it happens because um, in, the, in, the, in the East Coast, the events are ran very different than they are in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is done later in the day. So the East Coast, what they do is, they wouldn't like to practice stuff in the morning, and then um, they'll bring out their top, you know, their top guys later in the afternoon to give them time to get ready. So they're not used to our schedule. So when they come out here, they bring their their style with them, and they're like, "Oh, we got to qualify it now." <laughs> you know, they're not used to that. Um, and, and and they're used to running uh, in the East Coast until one o'clock, two o'clock. Two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. where we in Michigan, we we like to be in bed by ten, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, that's kind of like you know where that comes from. So Hugo does a very very good job at getting attention with these guys and and uh, and, and and bringing them, you know, all together. Hey, come on, guys, you know, and let's let's do whatever we can. Yeah, so that's right. We're actually even adding um, this weekend um, because we have a, I believe we have a. Radio station we broadcast through at, at uh, one thirty one. Is that correct? Yeah, one hundred two point five. Yep, one hundred two point five. So mm-hmm. what we're doing is, um, I'm bringing these uh, speakers. Um, they are wireless and digital speakers, mm-hmm. and we're going to be pointing them out to the uh, to the concrete area for where the uh. import cars park, um, so we can get volume out to them. And and mm-hmm. they uh, these these speakers actually have you know. You can find the digital station on them, and whatever's coming out of the tower will come out through there. Yep. So we're doing our best in every way, shape, or form to make it easier for us at the track as well. Yeah, we've never been to a track that's had enough speakers. That's going to be a big help. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Yep, we're, we're doing our best. We're definitely trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much uh, for this uh, interview. I'm very honored. Thank you, and our, our best to your team and to Hugo. When you pick him up, say hi, and we are definitely looking forward to this weekend. Thank you so much. Well, gentlemen, you have a, a good evening, and thank you for everything. And, and feel free to call me uh, if you have any questions or anyone else has any questions. Uh, feel free to call me. I am available till Friday, 24 hours a day. <laughs> well, thank you once again, and uh, we're really looking forward to this weekend. All right. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, sir. Take well, care. We, we would like to thank right. Luis Rosario one more time. That was that was a fun interview. It was really impromptu. Uh, Gary jumped on Facebook and got on their their Facebook page and hit the call now button. Luis answered. We said, "Hey, we're uh, we're recording this podcast. Uh, you got a few minutes to talk to us and and as you can tell, he's he's very excited and passionate about this event coming up and I I am too. That's uh, it sounds like a great time. That is the most impromptu interview we've ever done. And just real quick too, uh the they do have a little something for the local bracket racers. I know we talked with Luis a little bit about it. But I just wanted to to reiterate that there will be a bracket class each day, Saturday yep. and Sunday, Correct. two separate races. They'll they'll be run to completion. Uh, it's just a fifty dollar entry, thousand dollars to win, four hundred dollar runner up, and a hundred dollar semifinals. And there's uh, the, they do have a schedule, and it sounds like there's a there's a junior dragster class as well. Yep, sounds like that may be a thirty five dollar entry and five hundred dollars to win. Yep, I think it's uh, thirty bucks to enter. I think it's a probably all run. Probably for the juniors and five hundred each day. That's again Saturday and Sunday. Five hundred bucks. That's, that's great money in the junior dragster class. 
Yeah. For sure. And then this this weekend also is the Great Lakes Stock Super Stock Association. They're going to be coming and having a points race here, along with the imports versus domestics. And it, it sounds like a, a, a smorgasbord of, of racing. I mean, they, you've oh, got man. every all, all all classes, all spectrums of racing. Mm-hmm. We've got no time. We've got quick eight, quick 32. We've got the, the other than a bunch of angry wasps, mm-hmm. those those – those uh, rotary engines, the, the Mazdas, they're absolutely unbelievable. And if you've never seen one run, you got to come check it out. That's yeah. They are just unbelievable. They, the amount of power that they make, and you, you said earlier that there's you know, a couple guys can just reach down, pick the engine up out of the out of the car. And, the rotaries, yeah. Yeah, they're just so lightweight and, and incredibly efficient. Mm-hmm. And just... It's neat to see. There's not a lot of high-performance parts made for those rotary engines other than the seals themselves. And so they'll have about a dozen of those engines in the car and they'll go in in the trailer rather for the weekend and they'll go through a bunch of them, that's for sure. They'll have them all lined up, ready to go, and I'm sure that they've got pretty much all the capabilities, you know, at least some of them, in the trailer to to freshen them after they're done racing for the day and Mm -hmm. get them back together and ready to go racing the next day. Yeah, and then as uh, Luis mentioned, the Great Lakes Stock and Superstock Association is going to be there. I, I had a nice chat today with Mike Delaney, who was putting that together. Uh, he's, he first started that back in the 80s. It kind of fizzled out back then, but then in 15, just a couple of years ago, uh, they've come out with the latest uh, reiteration of the Great Lakes Stock and Superstock Association. Uh, Brad Zaskowski and Charlie Downey, okay. he, he gives a lot of credit to those guys. He says for doing the heavy lifting. Oh, yeah. You know, putting those... Uh, putting this all together, but it's a lot of neat old muscle cars, all high winding small blocks. You know, it, it kind of has a car show within itself. For sure. From these uh, neat old stock and super stock cars. He's, he's looking for uh, 50 plus cars. He might get as many as 70. No kidding. And they are, are fun to watch. You know, the GT classes, the uh, uh, the old uh, A-stock automatics, uh, all the way up into the, the newer late model stuff. Okay. We're going to get to see a lot of note. Uh, Mike himself, he has a 64 Max Wedge. It's a 426 uh, uh, Plymouth. It's got yep. the cross-frame manifold on it. It's just, oh, just, yeah. like, just like right out of the 60s. So that's a lot of fun. He goes 1020s with it. It's about a half a second under the index. Oh, yeah. And uh, But uh, you're going to see a pretty well-experienced group of folks coming up there. I asked him about the average age of experience. And he gave it you know, 20 years plus. 20 years plus of racing yeah, experience but so you see there's a lot of second generation folks in there oh, too yeah. you know like those askowskis and uh you know brad himself his dad raced before him oh yep. uh, they're coming from ohio illinois indiana and uh they're uh, two grand to win each day this is the first stop on their four track tours and they'll have two races they'll have one on saturday and one on sunday so you want to make sure and come out and see uh the Great Lakes Stock and Super Stock Association oh, yeah. do battle on both days. This High weekend. winding, wheel standing, gears jamming. Oh, uh, my gosh. You know, yeah. it'll it'll take you right back to to. I mean, I'm sure when when you were younger and racing, then and mm-hmm. oh the, yeah, the the way things used to be. Yeah, and wheel stands abound. Oh yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> fun to watch. I, I love watching stock and super stock. I know when we've gone to like the U.S. Nationals and stuff before. You know, it, everybody leaves the stands when the pros are done running. They they all want to see top fuel and the nitro funny cars and stuff. And mm-hmm. a few of them trickle out before pro stock runs. And then you get into stock and super stock eliminations. You know, say on Sunday or Saturday, whenever you're down there. What? And man, that's 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 the cars I really like to oh, see. Oh yeah, pair after pair. After oh pair. yeah, yeah. Just fun. just top notch cars. And and there there's no shortage of of passion or or energy put into these cars and and 
mm-hmm. and it and it shows. I mean, the level of competition is is right up there with the the professional ranks of of drag racing, and and mm-hmm. I just I I really like the stock and super stock cars. Yeah, they put a good uh, good share of sponsors together for the weekend as well. The uh, VP Run for the Can, uh, don't, you know, perfect lights and running right on the dial, win twelve dollars worth of. A racing fuel in a yep. can that's 75 bucks worth of racing well, fuel yeah that's they'll be going a lot of those away all the winners get one there's even uh one one uh, giveaway is the guy with the best losing reaction time in the first round of the first race will get a uh, a porta tree pre- practice tree uh, no kidding yeah to take home wow and uh, there's a whole bunch of more sponsors and if you come this weekend we'll, we'll get into all of them but uh, well, that's great that sounds like and and if there's anybody listening that's on the fence that's got a stock or super stock car Oh, yeah. Make your plans. Bring it out here. And and I'm sure they'd be more than happy to have you run along with them. And mm-hmm. and sounds like there's a lot of great prizes and, and some good money up for grabs. And sounds like it's going to be a great time this weekend. That's right. In fact, it's uh, the IHRA and NHRA rules. So both of them combined. So, so there's Silville Deer's crate, crate motor, motor car cars. Yep, can be the, a part yep. of it. If you're, if you're listening, Phil, come on out. Well, heck yeah. It, coming up in two weeks... We have the No Prep Triple Crown presented by Lane Automotive. Now, I was doing a little bit of looking at this one, and, and I didn't get a whole lot of information. We will have more to come. This event sounds huge. This sounds like there are people coming from all over the country. It is a no prep surface, mm-hmm. and which, I mean, that, that kind of racing is, is really what's getting big. And, and like we talked about before when we talked to Josh Klein, that the, it's heads up, run what you brung, get, getting back into the, the, the roots of where we are today as far as drag racing goes. Right. And Lane Automotive's throwing some money behind it. They've got three different classes. They've got a, a big tire class, a small tire class, and a, a street class that sounds like they've got to take like a 20 to 30 mile cruise and prove that their, their car is street worthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, heads up, run what you brung and hope you brung enough. It's mm-hmm. going to pay ten grand to win each class. Wow! So a lot of money up for grabs there too, and and we'll highlight that some more, and we'll have some more details on, on the the next episode. That's coming up Father's Day weekend mm-hmm. on and, the sixteenth on Saturday, right? Yep. And that event last year was held during the week, and they had a, a pretty good turnout. But this this year, being the Saturday at Father's Day weekend, it, it sounds like it's going to be over the top. Mm-hmm. They got their own Saturday. That's a that's going to be a, a good stage for these guys. Now going back to the Grudge Night, that was a well prepared track. Yeah, this is no prep. They this just is scrape no it prep. and go, right? Yep, Stra- scrape and go, and and that makes it tricky. Things get interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Well, Gary, that's going to wrap us up. This was episode five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a good time with this one. We had some couple great interviews. I really enjoy talking with Donnie Hagar. He's he's uh like we said before. He's a real deal. He's he's up and coming, and, and watch out for him to hurt some feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we sure do appreciate everybody listening, and let us know how, how we're doing on this thing. Sure could use some uh, constructive criticism if we need it. For or, sure. Or either way, just let us know how you like it. And also, uh, just let your friends know about this podcast and, and ask them to subscribe so that we can we can contact with you. And, and, and also, you know, if you do have any feedback – let us know. I know I've had a few messages here and there on, on my Facebook page. I'm not sure if Gary has or not, but, you know, we, we check our, our messages regularly and let us know what you think. We, we really, really want the feedback, and we'd like to, like to get this out to as many people as we can and, and 
you know, we've, we've got a lot of great racers here and that, that deserve some recognition. And that's, that's the primary goal of, of what we're doing. And yep. we want, we want people to know about it and we want people to know about, you know, what our locals are doing. And because it's, I mean, we've, we've got a, a great group of racers here that race on a weekly basis. And we, you know, we were talking about that this weekend down there in Norwalk whenever we go anywhere you know and it doesn't it's not just you know the group of people that i race with it's it's anybody from us 131 they go somewhere and they're going rounds i mean the level of competition here is is extremely high and mm-hmm. and it shows we we go to other tracks and yep. it definitely shows definitely get a lot of respect everywhere we go that's pretty impressive now uh what are we just two weeks away from the night of thunder two weeks away that's that's coming up. That's going to be a huge event. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. I know Cameron, who's uh, we'll call him our producer, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, we haven't officially given him a title yet, but we can call him producer, I think. Yep. And he's he's doing a lot of work on this thing, this thing, and and I'm getting excited about it. it. It sounds like it's going to be a great weekend. I understand there'll be some more ticket giveaways possibly through this podcast. That's that's what I'm understanding too. Stay tuned for that and mm-hmm. some more information on how to get get a hold of some tickets. And, you know, if you're planning on coming, give those tickets to your neighbor. Like Gary said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you, you've, you've been driving your neighbor's nuts, working in the garage all hours of the night, probably <laughs> running your car later than you need to be or, or grinder or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as a way of saying, you know what, I'm really sorry, but I'd, I'd really like to see you come out and check out what it is that I've been working on yeah. and what it is that we actually do up here. And, you know, look forward to, to some, some more podcasts with some, some great guests mm-hmm. we've got lined up. And we uh we may talk a little bit about what bracket racing is for for those of you know the fans of the the podcast and of the racetrack that may not fully understand we That's may right. we're going to try to get into some of that information so yep. you can come to the the night of thunder fully prepared to to know exactly what gary's talking about when when he's up there announcing all of us racing yeah yeah if that uh those neighbors are wondering why you haven't been cut, cutting your grass yeah. <laughs> well bring, send some tickets over there and tell them to join you oh yeah be your guest at the track is uh I'm sure they'll enjoy it. For sure. I always tell my neighbors that they can tell how well my car is running by how long the grass is getting. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you once again for taking the time. We really appreciate you. Um, this is episode five. I, 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 I'm liking it. I'm having a great time doing this. I know you are too, Gary. You bet. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. See you this weekend at the track. Okay. Thank you.